Hey guys, and welcome back to the Team Time Podcast. This is Caleb. And I'm Pam Timu. Yeah, welcome back. Um, it's been a while. We wanted to update you guys on what we're doing and where we are. Yeah. So we're currently in our final, or not final. Second last. Uh, second to last day in hotel quarantine here in Brisbane. And yeah, it's been a bit of a a long long journey getting here getting to this point um of almost coming out of quarantine and so we just kind of wanted to share just a few things that we've that's been going on with us um yeah and getting to this point and just updating basically like a life uh, another life update one i know we've been doing a few of these ones since we've been so busy and caught up with um life and the move here but we're Pretty excited too to eventually get back into normal, um, moving back to our house and hopefully set up our own like podcast space and just have a better schedule, I guess. We've been living out of what uh, Airbnbs and hotels for the last about two months now, hey? Yeah. It's been about two months. So we really haven't had any, like a solid home base. We've been on the move and so we've had to adapt and think we've really seen how our kids been really good eh? through yeah. it all and just how kids can really um yeah they're not phased too much yeah they've really surprised me even during this lockdown they've been really really easy so i think they've helped me yeah just simple enjoy life yeah and um yeah just learn to adapt to different situations that we all are i guess and with covid and whatever else um, but yeah, we're lucky to to get back. I think it all worked out pretty smoothly mm-hmm. after we moved um, out of our house into like an Airbnb, then to hotels. I went to Turkey, did my hair transplant there, which was cool to come back and then, yeah, get a flight, get back into to Australia. Mm-hmm. So quick, quick, we'll kind of go backwards and... Yep. Um, so you went to do your hair transplant? Yep. <laughs> um, went to yeah, Turkey for... How long did you go for? I was there, I think, four days, Monday to Thursday. Oh, uh, yep. Yep. And during that time, we had um, Keenan, Keenan Ca- yeah. Caleb's um, little brother, over um, for, I think, a week or, a, or two weeks. And so I had some company at home. Um, but in Turkey, what was... Other than... Oh, I guess we'll get to the hair transplant yeah. part. But... Um, what was like uh, not a culture shock, but something um, that surprised you that you didn't expect to experience or see in Turkey? Um, oh, I didn't expect to see. I think just more of Turkey, like the um, like the shops and the food places. I got taken out when I got there by some staff members because they were like documenting the journey, mm-hmm. and so they kind of took me around like Istanbul on one of the days off or before my my transplant and so no it was just cool I, I don't think i think things were cheap yeah that was a bit of a shock how cheap things were yeah um but it was just nice to experience a different um culture and foods and and people yeah i, yeah, I really enjoyed it mm-hmm. i'd go back if i if i needed to yeah <laughs> So um, your hair transplant, how was the experience altogether, pain-wise? Um, and, yeah, were you scared of going, stuff like that? No, I wasn't too scared. Like, I didn't really think too much about the actual procedure itself. <laughs> I just thought about getting it done. And, but then when they started, like, 
injecting my head with um, like local. It was quite painful. For maybe yeah, 10 to 20 minutes of the whole procedure. And it was like a six to seven hour mm-hmm. long thing. So it was just the beginning, just getting the head numb. And then, yeah, they began doing yeah, what they did. Yeah, so with a hair transplant, what they what they do is they take like from one part of your head that has a bit more hair and they transplant it into like a section that, yeah, you need. Like, yeah. So your bald spots, they'll put it in there. So that's why they had to do a lot of local. Mm. But no, it was it was pretty smooth. Eh? Cruzias, it was a really good um, company that I went with, MCAN Health, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was the price was really cheap compared to what you would in in Australia. Yeah, and you'd probably be paying up to uh, fifteen to twenty. Oh no, like as in like maybe f- what five hundred percent more here? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it was, it was really cheap. good to get it done. Yeah, yeah. get it right, done there. Plus, they really like that's what they're known for around the world. Yeah, like world class hair transplant uh, surgery. Mm-hmm. So I was, yeah, I was lucky to get in before coming home, which was the plan. Once I um found out like about it, did you tell me? Was that on TikTok? Yeah, because <laughs> like... I found it on TikTok when, uh, yeah, like I'm 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 always on TikTok. Um, and so, yeah, there was one day I, I like was scrolling through it and it kept popping up that like people were going to Turkey for hair transplants. And so then I Googled it and I found out it was super cheap and then told you about it and then you wanted to do it as soon as you found out. Because it was something that we had always talked about like since I met, since we met. Because like as soon as your hair started, when we first met, it wasn't too bad. But then I think by the second year we were married, Mm. like your hair was just falling out. And that's when like you were, we would talk about one day if we could afford for you to get a hair transplant that you would get one if we could really afford it and um and for like you i remember you used to always just say nah like it's not worth the money like paying 20k 15 to 20k um just for your hair but then for me i was like it's fine but then going to france and finding out how cheap it is yeah yeah of course you'd do it mm-hmm. so like now it's been about what a month since you got it yeah um how <laughs> uh, yeah what do you think about it now yeah, I like it. No, it's it's going through like the shading phase soon. Like it's quite thin, but I think after two months, then it starts to or, like it sheds, and then the new hair follicles grow, mm. get thicker and thicker. So I think it takes about a year to get like f- to see the full results. So it's like you got to be quite patient. But compared to what it was like before, yeah, I'm really, really happy. Yeah, and glad I did it. Like yeah, I don't know. It's just something that. I wanted to do. Yeah, hard. And, you know, could, could be quite yeah, self-conscious before, but now it's just having hair there, let it grow, see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, nah, it was good. It was Yeah. Good. So after, yeah, Turkey, then we were in and out of a few hotels. Hotels, yeah, flipped. Um, yeah, lived out of suitcases and... Oh, and like we because we've been staying in hotels like our yeah, eating yeah. has been super trash like well even though we've been eating out we try our best to like get the better options when we were still in france but it was just i don't know it's just different from being able to cook your own food and sit at home and eat mm-hmm. and so that was quite difficult yep well i guess it's like yeah it's difficult but at least we had food <laughs> yeah, yeah still grateful 
but yeah, we we like to eat good, look after our bodies. Yeah. So that's one of our goals going back home. Because even in quarantine, like the food has been okay, but it yeah still not like the best quality. Yeah. So like, like canteen food. Yeah. So so after the hotels, then we finally got on our first flight. It was about a two day or maybe like thirty two hours worth of travel. Mm-hmm. All up, so we had to go to Paris, Paris to um, Dubai, and then Dubai to Brisbane, and like those flights were quite, yeah. Like for me, this this is my first like really long as flight during my pregnancy. Yeah, and sure. I'm about six months pregnant now, and so like oh struggling on the plane, like just my back, eating like I just felt so like. Yeah, my digestive system just was not coping with it well. And then um, we honestly thought that... I just found that there was just so many little things that just really went our way mm. um, coming through from Paris all the way to to getting home. Yeah. Like things like, you know, just getting in that line and being like f- um, fast-tracked to the front of the line. or We got upgraded. Yeah, and then also getting <laughs> upgraded like um, um, Caleb, I I ended up um, flying business class, but the Caleb and the boys were, yeah, ended up being upgraded to um, premium economy, which was even better, like that. And then when we went to Dubai, there was like this friendly taxi guy who told us to jump on his like buggy so he could take us to our gate, which was a really long way. Yeah. Um, from that to like getting to Brisbane and like all the staff were so kind and like all the police officers were really mm. like friendly and to getting into our quarantine um, hotel which is the we're in the Quest Chermside apartments so we were super blessed to even get an apartment with like a full standing kitchen like washing machine dryer balcony balcony yeah, even and but that's the thing. The food has not been great here. Like, <laughs> uh, I I tried at first. Like I was like, yeah, the food's nice, but then after the first couple of days, <laughs> yeah, my stomach and my digestive system just said no. <laughs> and yeah, how how's your um quarantine been? Yeah, for me it's been good. Like we got um, Pam got her parents to bring some weights. We hired a bike, and so every day she's been like working out and then chilling. Um, like yeah, I'm trying to get into stretching, reading books. I read. I've, I was pretty happy to get through um David Goggins' book. Kind of hurt me, while I was in here, so smash that out. That was an awesome read. Then you're spending time together with the kids. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually gone pretty fast, man. Like, hasn't really felt too long. Hasn't yeah, felt like two no. weeks. Uh, but I think it helped being in in France. We were in like a lot of lockdowns. Like a four or five month lockdown where you could only, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, you, just you didn't go to work, just stay home. Literally, nothing's open. No restaurants. Yeah. Lockdowns in um the France bomb. are a lot different than lockdowns here mm. in Australia, and even having to wear a mask. Like we started wearing masks, um, March two thousand and twenty yeah. in France, and like out of that whole time till now, I think they've maybe had four months worth of not having to wear masks. So, like, that's almost a whole year of fully just always wearing masks. Mm. So, coming here and, like, 
you know, everyone kind of freaking out, like, oh, we're back to wearing masks. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm home. Yeah, but that shit just teaches you, like, perspective. When you come from somewhere that it's a lot more strict and you come here, people complain. Yeah. But, like, for us, it's not as bad because we've had it worse for longer. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, just how you see things can... I guess it's just your reality, I guess. Yeah, because if you don't know any better, you can't really do it. Yeah. But just to know that other people have it worse than you do. Yeah. (laughs) Not to complain too much, but I know it's like it's difficult because you've got to change things. Yeah. It's not convenient. Um, And yeah, there's a lot of things around like government, whatever else, being dodgy and using it as a poucher, but Mm. yeah, you can only control what you can control. Yeah. And like, I guess. Since being back home, yeah, perspective, like, coming from that to basically almost like, oh, right now people are trying to say this prison island, but it's almost like I feel a lot more free here yeah. than I did in France. France, yeah, hard. Mm. For sure. So, yeah, how's your pregnancy going, Yin? Got three more months. What's the update with your body, uh, your mind? I have no idea because we haven't had, like, a scan in a while. Oh, yeah, little... But um, my mind is... Yeah, I'm not looking forward to um, childbirth. Uh, no one looks forward to that. But mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to having my new baby. And, um, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I think we've already updated before. We're having a boy. So a third boy on the way. Um, yeah, we are literally, like, we haven't bought anything for the baby. Like, <laughs> nothing for the baby. So I'm excited for the next couple of um, months to... With you being off, um, that we can really, yeah, prepare for this baby. Not that there is too much to prepare. Um, But other than that, yeah, I'm feeling good. Been working out, um, well, not as much as you during quarantine, but been working out Mm. quite often during um, quarantine. Still trying to eat better, but since being here... I've just been really um, enjoying the, all the foods I've missed. <laughs> yeah. We've and pretty like, much tried everything that we wanted to. Yeah, my family's, oh, and your family too. Like our families have been coming and spoiling us with all our favourite foods. Um, dropping off, yeah. And then even dropping off so much things to help um, pass the time for the for the boys. Um, but other than that, yeah, pregnancy's all right. Can't wait to get this child out. Mm-hmm. Um yeah insomnia is real Mm. but oh well yeah but since yeah it's just I think it's just so nice to be home like being able to speak to people in English (laughs) like I remember when we first got touched back down in Australia and we were sitting on the bus like um, when you come through quarantine the facilities like the police officers explain all the procedures and and all that kind of stuff. And, like, it's being nice. able to sit there and, like, listen and understand what he's saying was so nice. Because I just I think for the last two years, um, we'll have people standing there talking. <laughs> and, like, I have no idea what they're saying. Or maybe, like, I can pick up a few things that they're trying to say. And I'm so lost. So it was, it's been so nice mm-hmm. to even pick up the phone and talk to and, like, you know, ask for help or tell them that we need this. Because, yeah, and just being on the same time zone as our families have has been really nice. Mm. So I think we really are uh, enjoying the small things, I think, that we did for once take for granted. For example, language, yeah. <laughs> family, just like being home. And so, yeah, yeah feeling really grateful and yeah, excited for the, the future. 
readjusting and just settling down back into our house mm-hmm. and just catching up with our loved ones and friends. So, yeah, I think we're gonna, like Pam said, have a schedule and, um, yeah, keep publishing the uh, content and yeah, connecting with you guys more. Yeah, and so well, if anyone follows Caleb on Instagram, <laughs> or. or We've been neglecting our Instagram page, the Timmy Time Podcast one. But anyway, like Caleb has just done, like, you know, kind of finally said that he's retiring rugby. So, yeah, what are you looking forward to the most? Not career-wise or anything, like, now that you've got, you know, you've got rugby out of the way. What are you looking forward to? Um, I think I'm just looking forward to, yeah, finding my next career path and, just like rugby, giving it a good crack. So I think, yeah, still kind of working through that, trying to find my own, like the next pathway, then just want to, yeah, work hard at it and also share on here as well. Yeah. As I go along, but I'm just excited for a new journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know like my rugby career wasn't the longest or, yeah, I don't know, it wasn't like, like for me, I was, I was pretty happy with it. But, um, yeah, I'm just excited for something new. Yeah. And I think too, like, um, we've got a few goals that we've set for ourselves. And it's always exciting when, yeah, you can finally settle down and, like, um, focus on those goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just nice to be home. Yep. I'm just glad that we're, we're finally at this point. Um, because I feel like, before, I guess before we even booked our flights and decided that we were definitely um, moving back home, it yeah we've come a long way from from that decision. It was yeah it was a hard one to like decide, yeah first to like leave France and to come home, and then another one was you choosing to yeah retire from rugby, and also like um, another. I guess another thing that um, yeah, Caleb and well, Caleb's decided to is um taking the next what three months, six months, six months off, um just to enjoy some time together as a family. I think for the longest time, yeah, Caleb's yeah, you've been pretty like busy with rugby, and I don't think too many people other than rugby players and and their wives don't quite understand how much um. Rugby takes a toll on not just your body, but like just on the time that you get to really enjoy what you like other things in your life. Mm-hmm. Unless you really like love, love, love rugby and live and breathe it, like it, it doesn't, you don't mind. But I think we've, um, yeah, missed out on a lot of different things, mm-hmm. especially your family missing out on you. So it'll be nice for you to, um, yes, yeah, get more time to spend with them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's something I've always kind of looked forward to knowing that I was going to finish up um, at the end of this year once I made that decision. So, yeah, happy days. Yeah. But that's our um, life update. <laughs> just wanted to jump on and, yeah, let you just know that we're still alive and we do um, have plans for the podcast. Yeah. So cool, yeah. Thanks again for your support and we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.